Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I am your host, Luke LeBen. Oh, and hey, look what I got over here. It's a little Kevin Connor. I'm yeah, here I am. Um last on our mini sode I did something where I like forgot you were there. I did that kind of intro, so you said that's how I should always do it. I think I think that's what I was supposed to do. So Luke, I was like, that, I'm gonna carry that forward. That was that was years ago in my mind. You're gonna surprise me every time <laughs> with it. I just thought of it right before recording. I'm surprised I didn't forget. But hey, I've got some news for you. Yeah. Bjork announced her new album uh, recently, Fossora. Is that a PH or an F? That's an F. Okay. Like Foss uh, something. Foss, Bob Fossey. (laughs) Oh, see, I was thinking Fossaurus. So, like, it's a dinosaur, but then it's got a faucet for a head. Oh, yeah. That'd be a cool album cover. F-O-S-S-O-R-A. Well, hey, save great ideas like that, because that sounds like something that could be in this Pitchfork article that uh, picked a few choice quotes about Bjork's album from her Guardian interview. And so I put together a little game called Bjork or Dork. And what you're going to have to do is decide if the quote it comes from Bjork herself or a dork wrote it, which that's me. I'm the dork. You, yeah, okay. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's play, I, play Bjork or Dork. I don't feel confident at all. Let's do it. All right, so here's our first one. A theme of mushroom life. Will this album have a theme of mushroom life? That's dork. Nope, that is Bjork, my friend. <laughs> How about a chorus of locally sourced ocarinas? The dork. Yes. That that was my creation. Locally sourced, I was kinda sure, and then Ocarina <laughs> absolutely knows you. I had fun with that one. Uh Biological Techno. Dork. Bjork, baby. Jeez. Which there might be a th- I mean, you got a theme of mushroom life. Obviously, biological techno. techno. There's, obviously, there's ugh. some crossover there. Dumb. Uh, but they're not all going to be giveaways like that. Up next, we got a recurring sextet of bass clarinets. Bjork. Yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. I know she loves her bass clarinets. <laughs> you know it. Can you, um, can you do these in like a Bjork voice? Uh, I will for the last one. How okay. about that? Okay. Because that one, uh, I uh, it, there's good reason for it. Gotcha. It's longer. So how about a smattering of sexual... <laughs> sexual. Well, we'll stick with that. I meant to say sensual, but a smattering of sexual saxophones. Uh, I feel like this is a bit cheating, but dork. <laughs> yes, obviously. The, the quote uh, changing on the fly didn't help you there. Yeah. If the quote can be changed, it's not a true quote. Uh, how about vocals? <laughs> That's how you say vocals when it's on a Bjork album. No, uh, vocals from Bjork's son Sindri and daughter Isadora. Oh, it's got to be Bjork. 
Yeah. I, I can just imagine being like, Isadora? <laughs> Isadora? Um, okay. Here comes the last quote. Okay. Tell me if this was Bjork or Dork. Let's see what it's like when you walk into this fantasy and, you know, have a lunch and fart and do normal things like meet your friends. I am going to go Bjork simply because I don't, I don't, yeah, you wouldn't have made up Bjork farting. Uh, Yes, that's a good point. Um, That's straight from the York. I almost made this game just all the Bjork ones, but I figured I had to throw in a couple of my own creations. So Mm -hmm. congratulations. I think you won Bjork or Dork. Uh, We all won. Yes. We all won. Uh, if you look outside your uh, door, you got a package of some girthy mushrooms just delivered to you, baby. So enjoy those how, in the theme of mushroom life. How are the stems bigger than the cap? <laughs> oh, uh, who knows? Bjork does some crazy mushroom science. So there you go. That was Bjork or Dork. Which, by the way, f- Fart had four R's. That's why I said it that way. Oh, <laughs> I thought it'd have a couple of A's or like an umlaut. Yeah, no, but maybe you could add that. Well, this isn't Bjork's song ever. It's best song ever. And so we're going to play some great new songs for you. And Kev, you're going to start us off today, right? Sure am. Now, Luke, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the pop punk genre. Um, I've heard of it. I'm, I'm not, I don't know if we've ever spoken about it on this podcast. Um, I've dabbled. But it's having a resurgence. I'm not sure if you're aware. I I think I've heard some rumblings, some yeah. scuttlebutt. And I, I believe that Southern California-based Filipino duo Dream Ivory, uh, the project of brothers Christian and Louis Bayo, ages 24 and 23 respectively, uh, are part of that resurgence. Their first album was a bit more indie feeling, but their new album, About a Boy, due out in about a month. Um, is dripping with angst, and it's got some Ooh. slick production to back it up. Uh, it's got me pretty hyped. I've had a chance to listen to it in advance, and uh, it's fantastic. Originally making rap mm. songs, which they still do in their free times, uh, Christian and Louis were doing Panic at the Disco covers on YouTube as they developed their musical style and ability. I think you can see that a lot in their new album. Uh, That's awesome. And... For the recording of About a Boy, they were geographically separated for the first time in their musical careers. Um, They produced the whole thing over FaceTime and email and Discord, uh, which... Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a podcast I like that uses Discord to record, and it's great. Um, (laughs) So, the track I'm bringing today is one of a bunch that I love on the album, I'm excited for you to check it out, and I'm more excited for you to check out the full release in September, because I think it's going to be... Um, it's gonna gonna get a lot of spins. So let's go listen to Dream Ivory with Soaking Up the Sickness. Before you take a swim 
Gotta give that a lordy lordy Barry Gordy. What a great sound. Let's go. And I'll yeah, say, baby. like this was one of their first uh, singles released. I think the album has oh, wow. several that top it. Um, I've been, I was really impressed listening to it yesterday. Um, so much so that like I don't listen to things outside of Spotify a lot just because like I think it's kind of a pain. Uh, yes. And so like I've listened to this a few times outside of Spotify and nice it rules so really excited for it to hit the hit the markets yeah that was awesome and it wasn't like super in your face pop punk but no. still had a good good uh punchy guitar there and just a great sunny like poppy sound did you notice it had that like i think it's from smash mouth it's got like a for repo like it's got like a record scratchy thing yeah that's very 90s feeling yeah, very um, reminiscent of I, it. I love that. I feel like it's interesting, like, things that are sort of, like, nostalgic, or make you, like, nostalgic for a thing, but they're, like, more 
they're better at being that thing than the thing itself sort of you know oh, like yeah, people totally. like trying to reference the like 90s early 2000s sound almost like do this their own better version of it that's awesome i love it yeah i was a big fan of this like i said excited for everyone to hear more for sure that was dream ivory with soaking up the sickness from about a boy out september 30th via awol all right i think that song is going to uh fit in nicely right before this song they're going to complement each other well uh because this is a band that i think traffics in a similar genre uh this is oslo indie rock band spielbergs and they have uh a very like sort of anthemic noisy rock sound but with some fuzz and scuzz there but similar sunny sound and uh I actually played their very first single back in 2018. Jaws. We're all going to die. What? Jaws. Jaws? The Spielberg. Oh, Spielberg. Nice. Well done. Uh, yeah, they're a, they're a band of Stevens. Uh, Spielbergs, that is. But no, I... Uh, Jeremy Spielberg. Is that something I should know? No, I just like what uh, if what if there was named Jeremy Spielberg? It's kind of funny. <laughs> I'm I'm dropping it. What was I saying before that? Oh yeah, but no, I got in on the ground floor with this band, the very first single, and uh, they put out their album in 2019, which was very good. And uh, now they're p- just put out their second album, Vestly, and we're gonna listen to the opening track, the New Year's Resolution. And the band said this about it. When do you lose control of something? The New Year's resolution is about the place where you wonder if you just take one more step, there will be no turning back. You will lose everything and everyone you cared for, and then you take that step anyway. And you're okay. You didn't screw up everything after all, so you take another. And that's a powerful sentiment. I feel like that's a true thing in life just many times where you're worrying about oh, this is the worst thing that could possibly happen, and then it yep. happens, and you somehow make it through. Um, so, you, yeah. Let's we've start. all lived through the worst thing that's happened to us. Oh, that's an interesting thought. I mean, I'm if you're listening... to stew on that. Unless a dead person's... Unless, unless, like, someone left their AirPods in, like, a relative's coffin, and they're somehow still connected, and they went to play the Bluetooth, and it was like, why can't I hear that? And then from the muffled ground, it's like a... But, like, I don't think that would happen. Exactly. <laughs> so, let's take a listen to Spielberg's with this the New Year's resolution.
I'm gonna give that a hot diggity dog. Hell yeah. Quieter, because that song was kind of mixed quieter, Luke. Um, yeah, it, it's fuzzed out, and yeah. I think, uh, you know, you, you get lost in the in the haze a little bit. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah, it's certainly, um, it, it, does, it feels like it was all just recorded at once onto, like, a single track and just, like, shipped yeah. as is, which, which I can appreciate. It's definitely got that, like, garage aesthetic, which definitely suits the song. And, like, the song itself, yeah. super good, very high energy. I really like it a lot. Very similar to a lot of those, like, very mid, chaotic ending mid 2000s like rock bands that i really like so uh um, yeah so big fan yeah it reminds me of like a, your cloud nothings or uh japan mm-hmm. droids you know yeah. i just love that like very major key very sunny anthemic sound but also just like scuzzy and fuzzy baby tokyo um, police club came to mind for me oh yeah that's another one and uh the like the ending i love how some good feedback work in that ending i was like oh yeah it just gets crazier and crazier with the scream and then feedback knowing that's the first track in the album i was excited to then like move on to the next track but didn't because it's on our playlist and i couldn't but i'm i'll revisit it i'll be back yeah i want to hear where it goes i want to spend some more time with this album too because it just recently came out but i've been loving it and all the songs aren't exactly like that, but they got the similar similar sound, and uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Uh, so that was the New Year's Resolution by Spielberg's, and that is from Vesley, out now on Big Scary Monsters. And you know, it's a New Year's resolution. I think it's gonna have to get added to all my other my uh, New Year's lists with. Uh, Death Cab and The Walkman and who else is it? ABBA with Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Let's Eat Grandma just had a New Year song. They this did, year. yeah. We should. Yeah. That's that's. We got our programming for uh, December thirty first. Shoot, I need to come back to this episode and just put all those songs I just listed. But yeah, we got it. So strapped with fuzzy guitar licks, feverish bass, and psychedelic brightness. The Murlocs' brand new album, Rapscallion, is a 12-track coming-of-age novel in album form uh, about the wildly squalid odyssey populated by an outrageous cast of misfit characters. I love the word Rapscallion. It's like my second favorite only to Rabble Rouser. Yeah, it's very good. (laughs) Um, I love a good, like, cinematic concept album. You know, like, it, it could be a soundtrack to, like, an indie flick uh, that was shot on like 16 mil in black and white, which nobody does right. anymore because digital cameras are cheap as hell. But regardless, um, <laughs> this album uh, does conjure these characters, uh, as the band describes, teenage vagabonds and small-time criminals, junkyard dwellers, and truck stop transients. Uh, partially inspired by frontman Ambrose Kenny Smith's own adolescence as a nomadic skate kid. Oh, wow. Um, the Murlocs are made up of previously mentioned Ambrose Kenny Smith, who does vocals, guitar, and harmonica, Callum Shortle, Matt Block, Cook Craig, and Tim Carmouche, a truly dynamic musical collective, as all five members perform in other bands, uh, some of which we've mentioned previously, Luke, uh, Kenny Smith and Craig each play for our favorite productive band, King, King Gizzard, Gizzard and, and Lizard, Lizard Wizard. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Shorto plays guitar for Orb, and uh, Carmouche and Block are frontmen for Crepes and Beans. Oh, nice. 
Um, so these guys, it's a super group. It is a super group. Absolutely. Uh, the track I'm playing today is psychedelic. It weaves across a ton of different melodies throughout, but it always kind of keeps this upbeat plucky mood that I really like. Um, it's a good mood song and I'm a big fan. So let's listen to the Murlocs with Compost Mentis. That song was really cool. I enjoyed it. And uh, it was not what I was expecting, I guess, from the first description. It was like an interesting, like, retro rock sound, but with some some interesting sounds thrown in there. I was sort of like, okay, I can tell that there's members of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard mm-hmm. involved because they're adding these, these interesting sort of switch-ups. I also really like the lyric about wanting someone to acknowledge I exist or something uh and then i looked up what compost mentis means because he said compost mentis got the better of me mm-hmm. and it it's having full control of one's own mind 
So ah. interesting. And having control of your mind maybe can be its own curse. Mm-hmm. Like the X Men. Yes. <laughs> That's what they're talking about, right? Sure. Boy's got that helmet. I was like, like Cerebro, exactly. Yeah. That's what they're referring to. That was the Murlocs with Compost Mentis from <laughs> Rapscallion on September 16th via ATO Records. My ne- last two songs that I'm going to play are both seven-piece bands. Uh, and this is the first of these two seven-member bands. And this is Sammy Ray and the Friends. And, y- you know... You hear that name, you're like, they sound really friendly mm-hmm. and just like sunny and great. And that's exactly what you're going to hear on this song. Uh, it's okay. called If It All Goes South. Uh, and, you know, Kev, they consider themselves the seven faces of the friends. But really, everyone, including like the people who helped create their music and also like the fans our friends mm-hmm. themselves. So you know what that means? We're honorary friends. We're, we're a yeah. part of the friends. Yeah. I, I thought you were saying friends like capital F, like the, the television show friends. Um, oh yeah. Famously six in there. Um, unless yes, you count true. Gunther, which I think that's exactly what they were getting at. Why the name? Because you got Sammy Ray and then the friends. Oh. So, so you know who those gotcha. six are. It's Chandler, Phoebe, Ross, Monica, Rachel, and Joey. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, But, no, they have a great sound. Like, I feel like I could hear this song being just like Sammy Ray doing the singer-songwriter thing. But then, with the whole band coming in, it's got a great full sound with some horns and a great just, like, poppy vibe to it. It's not a normal pick, I feel like. It's not something I would normally play on the pod, but but it really struck me. And I just love the, the sound of the band. They sound great, and... Amazing vocal performance by Sammy Ray. So let's take a listen to Sammy Ray and the Friends with If It All Goes South. It's alright to feel so good around somebody. It's alright to feel it might not always last. Would you like to? I would love to. And as a matter of fact, I'm very glad. Think of it 
So, Luke, you never talked about genre uh, in this, and I, you said it wasn't something that you usually bring, which, for sure, and for some yeah. reason, you said Sammy Ray, and I just instantly went to Stevie Ray uh, Vaughn, and... <laughs> I thought you were going to say you went to Sugar Ray. <laughs> well, you know what? Either way, would have been surprised, because it certainly wasn't yes. Stevie or no Sugar. <laughs> St- Stevie and Sugar Ray. No. Mr. Mr. Mrs. Ray. Um, <laughs> but that was great. I loved that. that I mean, I kind of like the duo yeah. style. Like, I feel like I want to hear this in the context right, of an right. album because it'd be, like, really good to put on and, like, you know. There's a playlist I have, and I'm I'm never embarrassed of any the music I listened to. But it's like... Don't be ashamed. It's like cooking with your lover on the Italian countryside. <laughs> and it's just, like, a very, like... like moody nice playlist and i feel like this is like of a similar vein of just like okay it's it's a good um i don't know it's like like uh, this would be like great on vinyl it seems you know you put it on it's cheerful it's happy um i you know what it reminds me of and maybe this is why i like it and it's you might find it interesting because I think this artist gets a bad rap. It reminds me of the remedy by Jason Mraz at times, or just some Jason Mraz that I liked. But it's that type of singer songwriter yeah. vibe. But then elevated, I feel like with by the friends. A, the in, the friends are great, but also I loved uh, Sammy Ray's lyrics. There's some really clever lyrics in there, like uh, and I mean, what a vocal performance! Come mm-hmm. on. There's even like the screams going on there, but I loved the uh, the line about giving your critical review before you even see the show, which is bad enough. But then you don't even bother to go. Come on, that's <laughs> that's just messed yeah, up. Very clever songwriting, and uh, that chorus is just so catchy, been stuck in my head. So yeah, I think it was definitely something different than I usually would bring, but I enjoyed it. Good. We should bring different things. We shouldn't get in a yeah. rut. So that was Sammy Ray and the Friends with If It All Goes South, and that is out now on Network Music Group. 
No album announced yet, but maybe soon. Several singles out and an EP, but waiting on that album announcement. Give it. Uh, just out last Friday, musician Emily Elbert released Woven Together, a ultra-slick 7-track, 21-minute album. Um, I saw you listening to this, and the only thing I thought was, oh, Woven, like the Wordle answer a couple days ago. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> I, uh, I did, Luke, you saw me doing my homework, uh, just before we started recording, because I hadn't listened to this <laughs> yeah. album yet, only this, the one song, and I, I'm gonna be a little regretful. I feel like there's a there's songs in this album I like even more than this one. Um, this is the one I think that grabbed out to me the most when I was listening, like you know, to a few. Uh, but yeah. in the context of the album, the opening track is great. The fourth track, which is called "Holding On to You," is incredible. Uh, but I'm gonna be playing the second track of the album, and uh, it's just. I think it's it's very much up your alley, Luke. I, I think if uh, someone had to guess who brought this song, they would pick you versus mm. me. So I'm setting okay. I'm setting myself up uh, to get that coveted LLBG LLBG. Yes, um, yeah. this enchanting and thought provoking project evokes idea of transcendentalism by touching on themes of community, self inquiry, vulnerability, and gratitude while merging swirling, psychedelic soul and folk. Whoa. Uh, Growing up on Jimi Hendrix and Joni Mitchell, Emily Elbert always has been drawn to music that is a social or political charge to it. She had this to say, With reverence, but also a healthy sense of rebellion, one thing that feels central to the whole project and my being is the idea that any act can be an act of prayer, pleasure, or play. It felt that way making this whole album really rooted in the earth, but reaching for the stars. Uh, She said that this album is kind of a holistic one it's like hiking up a mountain or tending to a garden quote making it felt process oriented and exploratory without any sense of capitalistic pressure music for the sake of making something loving and true Good. uh which is fantastic i yeah. um i've been listening to uh, another podcast Shh, don't tell anybody um talking about north korean cin- cinema briefly and how there is no capitalistic uh, idea to cinema in North Korea because mm. it doesn't matter. It's it, but it has right. to be like you know loyal to the the great leader and state right, stuff. Right. So like problematic in very other many other ways. But right. um, they did say that like there was this level of freedom unafforded to. Uh, more capitalistic hmm. ventures so that's been something on my mind lately like yeah. art for art's sake versus profit uh so well, think about all the like major movie decisions that wouldn't have been made <laughs> if not for profit being the thing in mind be interesting mm-hmm. exactly uh so we can get into the consequences of capitalism later right now <laughs> let's listen to emily elbert with for free
I enjoyed that a lot. Some good guitar work, and it was nice, chill, sort of bluesy, Mm -hmm. but very well done. I liked it, and the lyrics intrigued me. But about like why, why, I don't know what it was. Like why do something if you can get it for free? Yeah. Um, Much Uh, like the Kendrick Lamar song. Exactly, Luke. You should go listen to this album because I feel like this song is the one that's definitely like me oriented, and there's some on there that I liked even more that I feel like very much are up your alley. Nice. So you should definitely check it out. I shall. That was Emily Elbert with "For Free" from Woven Together. Out now. All right. Well, as promised, another seven-piece band. And Kev, you may remember I played their single Key of Ego. This is Personal Trainer, the seven-piece band from Amsterdam. And I was just there. I didn't even realize. I should have said, hey, but I was only there for a very short time. But should have popped in on old Willem because uh, this is the band fronted by Willem Smith, who was uh, in the band Can Shaker Pie, who I played on the podcast previously. They worked with Stephen Malcolmus when he was a teen. And, uh, so this band, uh, now personal trainer was meant to harness the, uh, the DIY sort of music scene in Amsterdam. There's a great, just big, big free friendly sound on this, much like we heard with Sammy Ray and the friends, but, uh, and actually by playing this, I am setting right a wrong I had requested one of their songs back in May and didn't realize I forgot to play it. And so now uh, this is actually better because this one is announcing their debut album, which is called Big Love Blanket. Oh, yeah. You got to love that, right? And so that's why I was going to play this song first because it's a great high energy track. But then I was like, you know what? Why don't we uh, leave it for the last one? and leave people wrapped in a big love blanket of sound. So let's take a listen to Personal Trainer with the laser. Travel acts, you'll be embarrassed. 
gonna give that a hot diggity dog i like it hell yeah my only criticism is that i could it was going somewhere at the end like it had that little like trailing thing and i want to hear what's next i want i want to hear what that's going into i recognize that time is not my friend right now the album's coming out soon so like whenever that's out it will be resolved but i was i'm sure it'll lead into something yeah but that energy was so good uh i loved that i'm really excited to hear more from them um, which I highly recommend uh, their last single, which was Rugbusters. Highly recommend the video for Rugbusters as well. Uh, and there's a fun video for this too. But that one, they're like dancing at a outside of a fire station. The whole band doing this like choreographed dance, very fun. Uh, but yeah, I love this uh, song. Like, love the the chorus is super catchy and everything. And they said. Uh, that this is the oldest song on the album because they like they wrote it was one of the first ones they wrote together and they like 
played it a million times, so the band like hates playing it at this point because it's just two chords. But it's so catchy, and I love those. Just I'm a sucker for those shouted group vocals with some angular guitars and so i love that whole here we are and then he's doing like a david bernie same as it ever was uh type like here we are type thing i loved it yeah so yeah definitely excited uh been a fan of this band since we listened to that one single of theirs and now their debut album's coming out and i think it's gonna be a great one so that was personal trainer with the laser from Big Love Blanket, and that is out November 4th. Well, Luke, I'm hijacking the show. We're going to talk about the music we've really been digging in Touts. Touts. I can't get that corn song out of my head. Are you unfamiliar with the corn song? What? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh wait, the no, 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 no. Oh no, no. Knows about this. No, no. I know what you're talking about. You just recently mentioned Woodstock 99, so I was thinking Corn with oh, the K. Oh, Corn of the no. K. No. No, no, no. The Corn no, song. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I love the I saw the original video Kyle sent it to me. Uh and then the song, but yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's, it's all that's been in my head all week and it probably remained to be yeah. in my head for another week and it's delightful and uh just that's that's all we got to talk about in Towns this week. Oh, that was it. That's it. <laughs> um, well, you know what else we have to do is talk about the new Music Friday releases coming out this week that we're excited for in Shouts. Uh, pretty light week in releases as far as like big bands. Um, I'm still yep. waiting on some big ones due out like next month from a bunch of the cool artists we played today. Uh, but we got a couple ones I'm excited for. Muse with Will of the People. I... I kind of love Muse. I've like I, I listen to their albums. Like I go through a Muse phase once every couple of years, where I just listen to a bunch of their albums in a row. So maybe I'm yeah. entering that phase again with a new album. So I'm excited to check that out. Nice. And JID with the Forever Story, a fantastic hip hop artist. Really Hell excited yeah. to hear that album. Uh, that might be my first play this week. Nice. Well, I got a couple here. Julia Jacqueline, great artist who we played on the pod before with Pre-Pleasure. All caps. Pre-Pleasure! That's what uh, happens before the Big Love Blanket. Oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's where it's coming from. It's a cross-promotion. Um, and then Ezra Furman with All of Us Flames. I love Ezra Furman and did not even know that there was a new album coming out. So excited to check that out. Please and put Dangerous Nights on that album from I Think It Should Leave. Nope. Wait, what? I'm thinking of the wrong Ezra. That's Ezra, oh that's Ezra Koenig. God damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the one from Vampire Nope. Um, I've done that. Tw- that's that's the second time in a row I've done this because I mixed up Mannequin Pussy and Pussy Riot uh, like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, so that's true. I just can't keep anything straight anymore. I don't think I realized Ezra Koenig did that song for I Think You Should Leave. Oh, the Sloppy yeah. Steak song? Yeah, oh, he wow. did, which <laughs> makes it even funnier. <laughs> which, uh, since we're already sidebarring before we sign off, uh, the I Think You Should Leave, someone posted, uh, and I believe it was on their account, like the Friday night song set to that Sloppy Steaks uh, scene. <laughs> it was super funny. I, I think about Friday night song every Friday night. 
Oh, their Twitter account posts it oh, every yeah. Friday night. They post Friday Day night. <laughs> Incredible. So, on that note, we got to talk about our three daddies. Planet Ant Podcasts. Uh, Tim Robinson did uh, comedy shows back at Planet Ant in the day. And See, uh, there relevant. you go. There's the connection. We did it. And uh, head over to planetant.com. We're a Planet Ant Podcast powered by Pinecast. And uh, check out all the great stuff going on over there. And, of course, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. Still got some of that uh, content from the gaming convention. So, got to check that out. As well as uh, my cousin Brian's Bar None Hip Hop column every month. So, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. song ever not a podcast better jokes are clever and the tunes are cool it's worth this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast